Welcome to the Braving the Waves podcast, stories of unsinkable resilience and resolving stigma. I'm your host, Michaela, and I am so excited to welcome you to season two. Each week, we will explore anonymous stories and poems, and sometimes you'll hear my voice, other times you'll hear others and their contributions. You'll leave with a refreshing take on storytelling that takes a deeper dive into a specific moment or experience. My hope is that it will encourage you to venture deeper into and perhaps share your own story, which you will now be welcome to do through our submission form. Thank you so much for listening. That's a step in and of itself. And I so hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey everyone, I hope that you are doing as well as you can be and that you had a good weekend. And today's poem brings us into a relationship between someone struggling and a friend that they find support in speaking with. And because these two people don't live close to one another, and they haven't actually met in person, the friend has offered their text chain exchange, that space, as a place to write, share, be vulnerable, and journal, even if the friend isn't always able to reply or has the capacity to reply. So this poem is in the voice of the person struggling, who shares their very honest, kind of coexisting gratitude for and a complicated wrestle with this dynamic. So I will share it with you now. Thoughts orbit. Planets alienated from one another, looping ancient wreaths around a burning, untouchable star, unable to graze each other. Can't write them without breaking down. Can't break down because can't put myself back together alone. You said I could write here anytime. That the capacity at any given moment to read, hold, digest, and respond to my words is your boundary to set. But the hours and minutes are already long. So longer still with days between replies. Is writing here right? I desperately want to, if only to hear connections whisper when I can't feel its breath. No. It hurts, feels wrong, unfair, to hand so much pain to someone who has known it themselves and who, because of this, is perhaps one of the only ones who can hold the type of hand, mine, that can only defeatedly hand off. I wish we could sit together, even in silence. What is it like for this to feel okay? To ask for a hug, to be held as tears cascade? No, it feels wrong to think this, to write this, to beg for this, full stop. You seem earth while I'm Neptune, sharing deep blues, 
All of mine cold or frozen, but only some of yours so. Swirled with enough life to also birth browns and greens. I don't see how to defrost myself to that messy mixed place, mocking the melted movement of my mind's solar neighborhood. How do I skip rope across the rings of Saturn and Uranus? Swim the storms of Jupiter and sprint the red sands of Mars without going too far, baking into the rock of Venus and Mercury. But the grass can't be greener if I've never even known grass or green. It's in your holding of my hand without absorbing what it holds, in loving the hand itself, because all hands are a nebula molding galactic weather patterns. Right here, anytime, is you saying, here is my open hand, and though it will never be yours to use, you can hold it with one hand while the other keeps writing, keeps fighting. Hmm. Okay. As I always say, breathe the words in. What do they make you feel or think? How did they connect with your senses? What colors or symbols did you notice? What meaning did you draw? Metaphors, interpretations, clarity, messages. And of course, I will share a little bit of the behind the scenes of the poem as usual. And this is definitely something that I uh, deeply empathize with and feel seen by um, from both places, from being the person needing support and from being the supporter. And towards the beginning, we have this idea that our thoughts can feel like a predetermined, unmalleable circuitry, rigid and unable to overlap, although of course they do. But it can definitely feel that way. And then you have this tension coming in of being alone, not feeling safe to break down when you're alone because you're afraid of not being able to recover again because you're alone. And so having this text exchange place on a phone uh, can absolutely be comforting. But there's tension here too, where there's this clear offering of space with a equally clear note on capacity and boundaries from the person kind of in that support role. And, you know, let's say the person cannot reply for a few days to a longer text, perhaps. Then this can maybe even reemphasize loneliness in some cases. Not having a reply either frequently enough or consistently enough. And there's this clear longing throughout the poem of in, for in-person connection that writing in a, in a text exchange cannot offer. 
And there's also this fear of burdening someone that comes in. And there's a very important acknowledgement partway through about, you know, the person in the support role and this person struggling, sharing many similar experiences. Clearly, you know, this person who's supporting feels trustworthy and safe because of that, because maybe they know a little bit more intimately some of the pain and experiences that this person narrating the poem um, has had. But then there's also this fear that comes around, you know, only being able to hand off pain without helping the supporter navigate theirs too. And perhaps not feeling like you have the ability or capacity to also help the person helping you. And that can be really, really heavy and challenging, especially if, you know, we would like a relationship like this to go both ways. I think it's going to fluctuate at times. And it depends too, of course, on the nature of the relationship. Absolutely. And it's different for everybody. And then we transition into this moment in the poem where it literally says full stop. And it's clear there's a very big shift or an intention towards thinking more deeply about some of what's already been said. And so you have some more metaphor coming in here about the planets and, um, you know, the person struggling, seeing their supportive friend as perhaps further along in a healing journey, like introducing warm water, plant life, soil, alongside cold and frozen water like Neptune. Well, (laughs) side note, maybe not quite water on Neptune, but I think you catch my drift. Um, And you know, the narrator clearly feels unable to get there too, to this place that almost seems to mock the rigidity of their thoughts. And they're clear not to put that on the person who is supporting them, but it's, you know, that doesn't always change how we feel about a situation. And they start to question, you know, how would I even know when I'm there how would I know I haven't gone too far and literally baked myself into rock unable to move like Venus and Mercury and then we have a bit of a moment of truth that our narrator wishes to slip in um, that more or less says I cannot see my supporter circumstances as better than my own when I've never really known or been exposed to the components that might craft a healthy life. And as gut-wrenching and heartbreaking as that can be to realize, and there's, of course, nuance and caveats there, for sure. But it's it's an important realization when we look to somebody for support and see, you know, or immediately think, oh, if I can just get there, or if I can just follow that path 
and there's a difference between walking directly in the footprint somebody has left and learning from the way that they've walked that path. And that's a really beautiful recognition that this person is seeing here. And it kind of comes alongside this deep appreciation for the ability to create space via love for a human being, not through absorbing their pain. Because we hold space from a place of love and care and thoughtfulness and genuineness, not from a place of saying, I'm going to try to take it all away to take away everything you're feeling because that's not that's not possible as much as we would love to do that I think at times especially for people we care about and we also see a very big connection between these two people there's a clear recognition that you know there is alignment um, and similarity and that holding someone's hand doesn't mean it can be yours to work with or from. However, you have two hands and one can hold on to something safe while the other keeps working and fighting. And in, in the case of the poem, writing and sharing, at least for a little while. And there's no clear resolve at the end of this poem, but just a much deeper awareness, understanding, questioning, conversation um, with emphasis on that, at least for a little while. Um, it's temporary, but a lot of temporary things can be life-saving and incredibly valuable and can lead us towards more permanent growth and healing. And, and I hesitate to use the word permanent, but um, more long-term, let's say, growth and healing and change and whatever else it is that we're seeking support to move towards so with that i will read the poem once more to help all of that sink in and yeah hopefully it uh it's helpful wording and i want to say a, a huge thank you and express gratitude for the individual who submitted material for this poem and um, who I spoke with to put this together. So uh, thank you so very much uh, for your vulnerability and courage in sharing much of this. And so with that, I shall read it once more. Thoughts orbit, planets alienated from one another, looping ancient wreaths around a burning, untouchable star, unable to graze each other. Can't write them without breaking down, can't break down because can't put myself back together alone. You said I could write here anytime, that the capacity at any given moment to read, hold, digest, and respond to my words is your boundary to set. But the hours and minutes are already long. 
so longer still with days between replies. Is writing here right? I desperately want to, if only to hear connections whisper when I can't feel its breath. No, it hurts, feels wrong, unfair, to hand so much pain to someone who has known it themselves and who, because of this, is perhaps one of the only ones who can hold a type of hand, mine, that can only defeatedly hand off. I wish we could sit together, even in silence. What is it like for this to feel okay, to ask for a hug, to be held as tears cascade? No, it feels wrong to think this, to write this, to beg for this. Full stop. You seem earth while I'm Neptune, sharing deep blues, all of mine cold or frozen, but only some of yours so, swirled with enough life to also birth browns and greens. I don't see how to defrost myself to that messy mixed place mocking the metered movement of my mind's solar neighborhood. How do I skip rope across the rings of Saturn and Uranus swim the storms of Jupiter and sprint the red sands of Mars without going too far, baking into the rock of Venus and Mercury. But the grass can't be greener if I've never even known grass or green. It's in your holding of my hand without absorbing what it holds, in loving the hand itself. Because all hands are a nebula molding galactic weather patterns right here, anytime, is you saying, here is my open hand, and though it will never be yours to use, you can hold it with one hand while the other keeps writing, keeps fighting. Thank you so much for listening, for being in this space with me and, and the person who shared this piece of themselves with us. I hope it was helpful. I hope it offers some words for an experience that you can relate to, whether it's similar to this or not. And you are always welcome to let me know what you think, any thoughts at all in the comments on Instagram, or feel free to email me at Michaela at weareinsyncopal.com. And of course, as always, if you would like your moment or memory to be shared on the podcast, please head to tinyurl.com slash bravingthewaves, which is also linked in the show notes for you. Thank you again, everybody. Take care. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Braving the Waves podcast. You can find more information about this week's content, resources, and related links in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you subscribed, shared, or left a review and followed us on socials. And lastly, don't ever forget that you are unsinkable. Just being here, listening, helps you swim and keep your boat afloat. Thanks, everyone. Take care.